0: Heading, Barat Sundarasan joins us now. Hello, Barat.
1: Uh, good afternoon, guys. Uh, yeah, there's always passion in Delhi. It's a passionate lot in the city. Uh, you don't want to be messing around with them. But, uh, you know me, I'm a friendly, affable guy. I never get into trouble.
2: Here. No, <laughs> no, we won't mention what happens in the north of England with you, Barat. But good luck with that when you go to pubs again <laughs> there. Now, uh, <laughs> it is 60 years since the Netherlands beat Australia in a one-day game. History doesn't repeat tonight, does it?
1: Uh, you wouldn't think so. Uh-huh. Uh, like um, uh, When you look at like major events, major World Cups, uh, Australia is one team who rarely lose, uh to a lower-ranked side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go back in time, yes, they lost to Zimbabwe in the 1983 World Cup, and Zimbabwe again in the <coughs> inaugural World T20 in 2007. Yeah. But apart from that, not only do they not lose, uh, they also rarely are run uh, too close by uh, any of these other teams. So as good as the Netherlands have been, um, I would be surprised... You know, Australia are hugely troubled by them. But having said that, you know, we speak of upsets. Uh, uh, Logan Van uh, Bink spoke to us after Mitch Marsh did mm-hmm. And I don't think they're even looking at any of these games or if they do win as an upset. They beat South Africa, but they kind of take pride in the preparation and look credit to them. they A lot of them have played together for a while. There's a lot of professionalism within this side. And they have posted some really massive wins in yeah. the last three months in the qualifiers against West Indies, against Scotland, and like we saw the other night against South Africa. But even in the other games, they have competed, like mm. some other
2: teams. So, Barrett, we were a bit surprised by your response when we asked you what would happen if, with the toss in the game against Pakistan. Now, when yes. Australia's got a net run rate of minus 193, and it could be decisive in getting third or second spot, depending on how it all plays out, mm. do you assume the best thing that Australia could do tonight is bat first?
1: Uh, you'd think so, especially where based on where we are playing. Uh, 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 you know, so Delhi. We've seen already in this tournament uh, you can post big scores here. Mm. Having said that, the duo of Delhi, but all does simmer around early on with that second new ball. Uh, so, which or with the, with the new ball in the second innings, I should say. Mm. So, I think that's what Australia will uh, try to do. Uh, you know, they that option was taken away from them last. Week in Bangalore or uh, a few days ago in Bangalore. So, uh, but if they do win the toss, I think that's what uh, they'll try to do, and that's what Netherlands will try to do as well. I mean, it's uh, often the the one way you can beat a big team is uh, put on r- put runs on the board and then like put some pressure on them, yeah. like they did against South Africa.
0: Mm. Hey, Barat, it looks like uh, the selectors are very keen to get Travis Head back into that opening lineup. Uh, are you happy with that move, given the way that Marsh has been performing along with? Um David Warner, Brian
1: Well Yeah. Uh, oh no, <laughs> no, uh, very much so. Uh, 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 you know, look, they've they've kind of in the last eighteen months or so prepared Travis Head for this, like to open with David Warner with Mitch Marsh at number three for this World Cup. And Mitch Marsh, credit to him, in the last two games, has stepped up to that role and batted really well and made that big hundred. Uh, but I think it adds even more dynamism if you have Travis Head opening. Uh, And then Australia can just continue batting at fifth gear with Mitchell Marsh at number Mm. three. Um, So I know I like that idea a lot and on Travis here as well. Like he had a big net session, important net session two days ago. Uh, So he had a bit of a hit against the fast bowlers, mainly Sean Abbott. Uh, But then um, he practiced some range hitting. Everybody was spread out Uh, and it took him a while. But then he started hitting some uh, big balls all around the ground. Uh, at the Feroz Kotla, So positive sign. And he didn't train yesterday, but the Australian team management had said uh, it, it, it would depend completely on his session uh, two nights ago. So on the basis of that, you would think he comes back in. And if he does come back in, it they've made it very clear that he will open the batting.
0: So what can we expect from the pitch at the Arun Jaitley Stadium in Delhi?
1: Um, I still call it the Feroz Kotla, strangely. But yeah, um, <laughs> it's... Uh, Look, it is it will be pretty flat. It's not as small as uh, so as playing playing area, or as small playing area as the Shina Swami in Bangalore, but uh, it is small enough. Um, and uh, we, like I said earlier, already in this tournament, we've seen some big scores being posted and big scores being chased out. It's here that Sri Lanka posted the world record, or mm-hmm. Pakistan chased down the big total against Sri Lanka. So, um, yeah, runs to be had. Uh, the ball will come on, uh, but as we've seen the trend throughout this World Cup, um, it's batting kind of gets difficult. Once you enter the death overs, the last 10 overs have uh, arguably been the toughest to bat in uh, as compared to the first 10 overs. So expect a bit of that as well.
0: Is it good or bad that England, uh, the the World Cup holders, are sitting in the second to bottom at the moment? Is it good, bad, or doesn't matter? Well, is it good for the tournament, though? Ah.
1: Um... I think it's not good for the tournament. No. I'll be honest. Like you know, uh, England England have redefined One Day Cricket or white ball cricket in the last six or so years. But having said that, like you know, you can see a lot of them are struggling with not uh, having a very nuanced view of fifty over cricket. They don't play it very often, do yeah. they? Um, and uh, you know, the, to go beyond the first four over spells and like you know, to bowl spells that uh, where they can uh, sustain some pressure has been the problem. That's why they've conceded so many runs. And with the batting. It doesn't seem to be much of a plan. They had that big win against Bangladesh, but apart from that, whatever plan they've had has collapsed. So, uh, no, I think they're still a very dangerous side, uh, and if any team can come back from the position they're in right now, it would be, be the single side. I mean, look at look at that batting lineup, right? Bairstow, mm. Root, Butler, Milan, and so many others. So, uh, and you know Ben Stokes will have something special up his sleeve at some point. So uh, I wouldn't rule out England completely already. But yeah, I mean, it is looking very, very difficult from where they are. They have a big game against India. That will pretty much decide if they stay or not.
2: What's the pressure like on the host nation, India? Not affecting them. <laughs> a lot, but
1: it'll it'll just get even more like see, it's a given almost in India that they'll make the semifinals, you know, even yeah, before
2: the tournament yeah. began Yep. Uh
1: I think the pressure because they've failed so many times in the last ten years in that mm. semifinal final stage, I think the pressure will really be turned up to uh, you know, beyond fever pitch once they get to the knockouts. And that'll mm. be the big challenge. Can they uh get over that uh, uh hoodoo of sorts that has hung over their head? Uh, in knockout games for the last 10 years. Talking about
0: hoodoos, will there be any for Australia? Last time they played at this stadium was earlier this year in the second border Gaviska test mm. and uh, they were flogged in two and a half days.
1: They were, but it was the venue of missed opportunities, right? They could easily, or they should have won that test match. Uh, going into the third mm. morning, they were in such a strong position with the bat and they just like uh, were blown away or they collapsed. And then, uh, yeah, in... And, which look, if they had won here, in all likelihood, they might have won the series on the basis of how they played in indoor. Uh, That's not how these things work out. But just uh, that's how they will view this and almost, yeah, a chance to kind of redeem themselves at a venue where, um, yeah, things didn't go to plan earlier this year.
2: Brad, is this World Cup increasing the appetite to get one-day games reinvigorated when touring, you
0: know... Sessions because they're falling uh, yeah.
2: away behind the T20. We understand that because it's you know, quick, yeah. fire sport, test matches. We know where they stand, but where's the one day coming out of all this World Cup?
1: Uh, look, I think, firstly, from a very financial business sense, it is a lot of money to be made uh, from a broadcaster point of view, a sponsor point of view, because it is a longer day's play than a test match, yeah, like 100 overs. So you're talking eight hours of cricket and most of it is on prime time so mm. i think i don't think one day cricket will just go away look in terms of interest it's so subjective like i know a lot of people are, are writing off the format and talking about the crowds and you know the lack of interest and all of that yep. just wait till the last let's let's wait till the last 10 days of this tournament okay. and that's how these long tournaments work right like big Suddenly, something we have an exciting finish, and people will forget what happened in the first few weeks and the lack of excitement and only focus on that last bit. I mean, look at the last World Cup. Like, you know, people talk about the greatest final of all time and Ian Smith's uh, great lines and all of that. Mm. But that was a pretty dull World Cup as well, leading into the last Mm. leg. So I think we should just be a little more patient with it. Uh, But I uh, look, we'll we'll have to wait at all. The fact is that one day cricket. Uh, it is a fading force, but it 's not going away for yeah. sure that 's too much money to be made.
0: What about this uh, longer World Cup schedule? Do mm. you like this
1: um i mean i look I like it from the point of view of everybody has to play everybody to like you know even mm. earn the right to play in the semi-finals. so it works out like that, but we know that this is the last time we 're going to get this format it 's going back to fourteen teams from twenty twenty seven which is good I mean which is good because we 'll get to see some of these other teams like Netherlands and um, I know Scotland and those teams who generally miss out. Uh, but also, having said that, like they won't, they won't get to play much uh, one-day cricket between World Cups. The Super League has been uh, dissolved, so uh, I, it, it is. It's, look, it is at an interesting stage. I, I know they're having their big meeting in November to discuss the future of 50-over cricket. I'd be shocked if it goes away. Uh, it will stay in some form, but again, I don't think we'll see as many one days being played as. We were used to back in the day, that number is dropping anyway. Yeah.
0: So Head comes back in tonight, we believe. Uh, is it Labashain that goes out? Yeah,
1: I would think so. I mean, there would be a direct swap. Uh, you know, Marsh goes to uh, one down and Smith pushes uh, push down to number six, number four. And after that, it's just this- the rest of the team just
0: picked itself. All right, we're doing a nearest the pin. You haven't won the prize yet. It's $100 thanks to IGA. And given that you live here in South Australia, you'll be able to come by and pick up the voucher if you get it right. Who wins tonight and how many runs does Australia make? That's the question.
1: I think I thought I won last time because you, I said 328 and they made 368. But anyway, yeah, well, there, um, were, about, there no. were about
0: 20 <laughs> people closer than you. We had one person. John from Prospect was two runs off, Barat.
1: All right, fine. You don't have to throw technicalities at my (laughs) face. But I think think Australia will win this and I think they'll make, uh, I'm going to say 359.
0: All right. So we win the toss and we're batting first. Yep. Okay. All right, Barat, enjoy your time over there. We look forward to your coverage and we'll speak to you again. Take care. Good luck, Barat. Cheers, guys.
1: Have a great day. Bye.